Hello and welcome to another episode of the Man in the Mirror podcast. My name is Kingdom and I'm your coach, I'm your trainer. What I'm helping you is I'm helping you become fearless. I'm helping you become limitless. All I want to see, I want to see you reach your full potential. Now the interesting thing is I'm your coach irrespective of where you are in life, right? So I talk to people on different levels of life. I talk to people who are starting out. I talk to people who've been working for 5, 10 years. I talk to people who've been working for over 20 years. I talk to people who consider themselves successful and they've made some money and they are making money. But what, what I constantly find is there's always a grip of fear from moving to the next level. Hence, we have this opportunity to reflect. Now, I want to begin by thanking everyone who is sending feedback. And last week, I got some lovely feedback from one of our new listeners, right? Welcome on board. And what they said was what they listened to the podcast and they started reflecting. And the whole objective of this podcast really is to help you pause right because you know that every pause gives you an opportunity to reflect and when you reflect you will refresh your perspective and how you look at life and the whole objective of men in the mirror is you stand in the mirror and see yourself now i want to reflect on something i've been reading this past week as you know i'm reading a book a week and this is the last week of this month june and i was reading the book feel the fear and do it anyway this this book shook me in places i didn't know exist in me and it's written by the late suzanne jeffers um uh, may her soul rest in peace basically i'm going to reflect i'm not going to do a book review but i'm reflecting on what i learned from the book because what i know is i used to spend my life holding on to things that i know because i feared trying anything new right the first 29 years of my life i spend in a dark abyss of fear in a dark hole of fear now one thing i know about you is you are also being crippled by fear now there might be a minority uh listenership from uh across the world who follow this podcast who are not crippled by fear but what i know about you as i speak to you in man in the mirror is you are standing in the mirror and you are shaking from the fear now it it could be any kind of fear it could be the fear of rejection it could be the fear of inadequacy it could be the fear of failure it could be the fear of success your business is going so well you just fear moving on to the next level or you fear in failing i mean things uh you're about to start a new project you're about to expand your company and you think you know what maybe i shouldn't do this i'll lose all my money and it's all kinds of fears to different kinds of people what i'm saying to you is you have to do the reflection and the introspection to find what kind of fear could be holding you my question to you today is what are you afraid of 29 years of my life i lived and i was afraid of rejection and i was afraid of succeeding I wanted to succeed at an intellectual level, but in a, in, in a subtle level, I sabotaged everything. Soon as I started a new project, I was sabotaged. So, soon as I started a relationship, I was sabotaged. Everything that I did, I sabotaged. There was a time when I had the opportunity to um, do a project. Uh, in a hotel I had the opportunity to acquire a Hilton hotel and I found the location I found everything and the developer for Africa was willing to help with the financing and I sabotaged the deal 
I just went in my head and I said, you know what, this is too big, this is too big, this is too big, I can't do this, and I lost the deal. And I didn't go through with the acquisition. And I beat myself for many years. This was around about 2010, 2009, 2010, before the World Cup. And this was part of the process of the 29 years where I was living in fear. And I figured that if I become successful, you know, I wouldn't know how to handle myself. And I would lose me. So I'm saying you have to take time to pause and reflect because when I started to reflect and I started to think of things and realize my abilities and my strengths, I realized I actually do have it in me. If I'm able to talk to someone who's not even in this country, in Europe, somewhere and negotiate a deal to acquire a hotel and be offered the opportunity to get some percentage of the finance, I mean, really, you can do anything in this world, but until you cripple and fight with the fear. Now, what are you saying to yourself? And there's a terrible statements that we say when we are held back by fear. We say that if I leave this job, I'll never get another one. What are you saying to yourself? If I approach an investor, they'll never invest in me. If I look for funding, nobody believes in my dream. If I uh, have this relationship, you know, if I don't have you anymore as my wife, as my husband, as my child, if I don't, it, 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 we throw this relationship negotiation thing in, into the spanners. And we say, if I don't have you anymore in my life, I wouldn't be able to function. We say this to someone who hasn't been here our whole lives. We say this to someone who's only joined us in a certain portion of our life's journey. Now, I'm not saying let us not appreciate who we have in our lives, but I'm saying we've got to be realistic when it's become fear instead of love. Right? So we say this. Now, what I want to open with is, I want to open with the understanding of what fear is. Fear is an illusion. Fear is unreal. Fear is what they say is, it's a false evidence appearing real. Appearing real. Now, what it means is, in, in the tradition, in the philosophy tradition that I'm part of, the, the it's called Advaita, meaning one, not two. In that tradition, there's a story of a, a young man. Now, what happened is in a city, right? You'll see the story of the boy. In a city, there was a giant in a stadium. And the giant is roaring, right? Scaring everybody in the city. And the king of the city called the man and said, you know, gentlemen, someone has to sacrifice their life for the city, right? And every man, now these are soldiers, these are trained men, they said, you know what? Uh, this is beyond what we can fight for. This is too much. This giant is in the stadium roaring making noise and scaring everyone and then a young boy surfaces and he says I'm willing king to go and fight and everybody says no 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 you are not trained you are a boy you are, you don't know anything the boy anyway runs towards the stadium and as the boy runs towards the stadium he enters the stadium and he runs towards the giant now as the boy runs towards the giant something interesting happens each step that the boy runs towards the giant the giant diminishes each step that the boy runs towards the giant the giant diminishes and when the boy got to the giant the giant is the size of the boy's toe fear when you walk right into the fear when you do the thing despite the fear what happens is what you'll find is it diminishes it goes away I used to fear what will happen when I got married. It's almost two years now, nothing has happened. I'm still here, happy, fighting for my dreams. I used to fear what would happen if I had a child. I have a child, take good care of them, they look up to me, I love them dearly. 
fear. I did the thing despite the fear. Now there's always going to be fear because we only diminish fear when we are familiar with the circumstance, right? So how do you handle fear? Number one is right there. You have to know that you can handle the fear. When you started that job, when you started that business, when you got into your marriage, when you became a parent, you didn't know what you know now because you only had some form of an idea in your mind. You, you thought about the business and you thought this is how it'll go, but chances are more than 90% of the time, that's not how it went. Right? When you got married and you had all these fancy ideas, chances are 90% of the time, that's not how it went. But you are still here and you figured it out. How did you do it? You had the fear and you did it anyway. Now, to move on to the next level, it's the same principle that applies. You have to believe in your ability to handle it because the reason fear always wins is when we look at the fear so big and we look at our ability so small and we convince ourselves that I don't have the ability. So number one is you have to know that you can handle it. Number two is you have to take action. You have to take action. Fear grows when we are stagnant. The reason why many people suffer in a recession, why? Is that they are not in action. The people who make it through a recession are doing what? They are in action. And the action is they are constantly training their minds, which is the third point and the final point. And secondly, they are constantly working towards achieving something. And they are constantly working to look for opportunities. So number one is you have to know that you can handle it. You have the ability. And if you look back in your life, what you'll realize is you have handled fear before. Number two is you have to take action. So currently you have to look at where you are and you have to look at the action that has to be taken. And I constantly say this to my students and I say, what is the action that has to be taken? And I always ask myself the same question. I look at my life and I say, what's the next action? And from there, it's time to move on and act. And I'm here delivering the 51st episode of this podcast because I took action. I'm here on Thursday delivering my third year in in under 88.4 because I took action. I'm here working in the finance space and looking for opportunities to grow and expand. And I'm exploiting those opportunities, looking for finance and various other things to, because I'm taking action action but if you are constantly thinking and you are constantly believing and you are constantly affirming positivity it means nothing if you are not acting right one thing i found is we we you may be reading a lot of books and i found this amongst my students say they read a lot of books and they'll tell you about the secrets and they'll tell you about think and grow rich and they'll tell you about all these good books those books help you affirm positivity that's step one. You know how to handle it. But what are you doing about it? 99% you are not doing anything. That's the chance I'm putting. You are not doing anything. You you know the information. And I used to. The first 29 years of my life, I read these books. I started reading books when about age 13. I was reading Think and Grow Rich. I was reading Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends. I knew these things and I, I would apply them subconsciously. But my life the the fear was a giant i wasn't 
consciously acting so i'm saying take action consciously based on your belief on in your ability number three and finally is keep your mind clean now this is where the fear uh, plays this is the ground of the fear this is the fear playground fear playground the mind right in your mind what you'll find is it's easier to think negatively than positively right your default it's easier to doubt than it is to believe it's easier to question yourself second guess yourself than it is to believe now the game you want to play is you want to make it easier to believe in yourself you want to make it easier not to doubt yourself you want to make it easier to not second guess yourself how do you do that you train your mind you feel your mind this is how you do it you feel your mind right because what's interesting is you'll find that you are constantly going back to a default so to keep your mind clean you have to set a new default and then stick to the default now if you are you are familiar with uh, computer systems you'll understand that uh, if you bought a new computer Windows it has a default setting right and if you like me I personalize things so I've even personalized my email it has a theme so you then change these defaults because you want to set a new default right so constantly constantly what you are doing in your mind you are setting a default and then you have to constantly maintain the default because your current default setting your current default thinking your current default feeling has brought you where you are where you've risen to a certain degree but you are still unfulfilled still unhappy because you know your full potential here's the thing you know your full potential but you are frustrated because you are not going for it you are frustrated because you are not acting towards it you are frustrated because you don't believe in your ability to reach your full potential and the key is the last point keep your mind clean and keeping your mind clean doesn't mean um, that negativity won't come a good example is you have a home right it could be an apartment it could be a full house it could be whatever in whatever nature you have a home and in your home you clean whether you hire someone to do it for you but you clean right in the process of cleaning you do it daily why because at the end of the day new dirt appears new dust appears if you cooking there's strips of uh, potatoes strips of butternut strips of pumpkin whatever you were making you were cutting tomatoes and there's certain things that you have to throw away so constantly you clean daily now the question I have for you is are you cleaning your mind on a daily basis because every day new negativity arises the fact that you know in South Africa that SABC retrenched people, Pamalat retrenched people, all these big companies are retrenching people, Toyota retrenched people, those kinds of details will bring negativity. The fact that you know that ESCOM is about to be funded 230 billion rand from government over the next 10 years can bring you negativity. Now, are you constantly cleaning your mind? Are you constantly cleaning your mind on a daily basis because there's new negative information coming in and this negative information plays in your fear space but if you are constantly cleaning if, if you if you walked into a constantly cleaned house 
it doesn't mean this house never gets new dirt every day but what it means is every day you are standing up and with a broom with a brush and with a cloth and you are dusting surfaces and you are sweeping the floor and you are mopping daily and it's the same thing that you've got to do with your mind you've got to clean it daily so what are you afraid of are you afraid of losing your job? Are you afraid of losing money? Are you afraid of losing your business? Are you afraid of losing your spouse? Are you afraid of using your life? Are you afraid of talking to people? Are you afraid of approaching new people? Are you afraid of making new friends? Are you afraid of making new contacts? Are you afraid of asking for finance? Are you afraid of asking for assistance? What are you afraid of? And the second thing that you do is go out and face what you are afraid of. Yeah, for, I mean, I used to fright asking for help in the mentorship guidance coaching but now I do what are you afraid of number one believe in your ability that you can handle it number two take action consciously number three is clean your mind daily thank you very much for joining me in this podcast man in the mirror and constantly constantly think about the question what am i afraid of and what can i do connect with me on social media i love your feedback you know i'm loving the dms i'm loving the new contacts i'm loving the people i'm i'm listening to their stories and i can relate because i've been there before i've walked there before fear and being limited the facebook page is official kingdom maeza twitter linkedin and instagram it's kingdom maeza let's connect let's dialogue and let me help you reach your full potential thank you